We're recording. Oh! Why are you always surprised? Uh, <laughs> I don't know what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Grandma. Oh! Talking to the microphone. Oh, hello. That's fine. Hey, sweetheart. Hey. Hey. But we're cheap. Too cheap for therapy. With Marianne and Corinne. Hey, listeners. Hey, yous. Hey, thanks for joining us on our podcast. Hey, you beautiful thing. Thing? You beautiful man or woman. And non-gender conforming. Non-gender conforming. I don't know. You're all so lovely. (laughs) You're banging on my soffit. (laughs) I'm hoping someone will let me out. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Hey, welcome to the podcast. Oh, here we are with the podcast. You're listening to Too Cheap for Therapy. I'm Marianne. I'm Corrine. Welcome to the show. Hi, y'all. Hey, hey. Hey. How's your day? It is happening. Oh, okay. As we speak. Yeah, I see that. It is a day. Oh, okay. It's not been too bad. Uh-huh. It's been a little soggy. Soggy? A little, a little soggy. Well, it's rainy here in the Pacific Northwest. A little sloppy. Sloppy. <laughs> <laughs> like sloppy joes? I wore moraine boots. Ooh. Moraine coat and moraine umbrella. No, you didn't. I did. Did you? Yes, ma'am. You never have little umbrellas. I am old. <laughs> if I get wet, I'm you'll gonna melt. Oh, shrivelly. <laughs> Prunish. Oh no. My penis will look tiny. Oh, God. that's a weird thing that I think only people in Washington State and maybe parts of Oregon do. They don't use umbrellas when it rains. They're yeah. just like, fuck it, we have a rain jacket, it's I fine. I really don't. Even when I was younger, I would just wear flip-flops all the time. And the reasoning is, uh-huh. it's a lot easier to get your feet to dry during the day mm-hmm. if they're bare. True. Rather than if they're ensconced in wet shoes and socks. That's accurate. I agree so, with that. Yeah. So but... You know what would also help? An umbrella. Yeah. Or shoes. <laughs> you put some shoes on, you hobo. You boxcar tramp. <laughs> oh, dear. I got boots on. I just got one hole in my big oh, toe poking out. That's where all the water gets in. I know. Isn't that sad? Well, it's also I... where the love gets in. <laughs> so you're through your big toe? Yep. Hey. So I guess this is the pre-ramble part of the show. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. So what's happening? What's up? What's I, the hits? I had some shit to pre-ramble about. Oh, boy. So I've been watching this new show on Netflix. Okay. I think a few people have mentioned it. Some of my friends have told me about it. It is AJ and the Queen. With uh, RuPaul. Yes. Our sponsor. Um, I think I'm five episodes in. It's good. Just like that. It's, it's good. It's not going to win any awards, but it's good, you know? You're enjoying it. Yes. That's all that matters. Yes. Okay. It's a weird story. I'm just watching it because I'm a fan of RuPaul, and he has cameos from other drag queens from RuPaul's Drag Race. That makes sense. So that's why I'm watching it. But a lot of them are not actors. Oh, dear. (laughs) And it is apparent. Yes. Some of them, yes. Yeah. So that's good times. You should give it a try. You should watch it if you like RuPaul. Check it out. He's fabulous. Yeah, check it out. I've been watching an old new show. What is it? Meaning it's new for me because YouTube is the devil and it keeps recommending me clips of the show. And I finally said, I give up, YouTube. (laughs) I give up, Google. I'll I'll, watch the show. I'll watch it. What is it? Uh, The Handmaid's Tale. Oh. And, uh, ooh, it's a bunch of fuckery is what it is. But it's very engaging. It really is. It's too scary for me. Brian and I tried to watch it. 
But then we just stopped after a while. For me, it was too close to reality. Like, this is a, a future that could potentially happen. Yeah, it's pretty fucked. What I like the most about it, though, is that it's very easy when you're watching it to let your brain get confused and think, oh, this is like colonial times. Oh, this is like, mm-hmm. you know, this is like way back when. When the, people didn't know any better. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then they'll play music in the soundtrack and it's current music. Right. And that's very interesting to yeah. me because it, it reminds you during the moment that, like, Holy shit, this is right. now. Yeah. And um, it's it's horrifying, but I need something very distracting because I've been on my treadmill. Oh. And I have to have something to watch so that I don't just death march myself <laughs> into sure. oblivion. Into healthiness. Into healthiness, exactly. <laughs> great. Um, so it's been working out great, and I'm excited for it, and it's the first show in a while that I've been like, I gotta get home, I gotta watch my show! <laughs> gotta watch my story! My story's yeah, great. Yeah, so that's, that's been real exciting. <laughs> been good. on my treadmill every day. I did miss three days. Um, I am a piece of shit. No, you're not. Um, it's probably because we were in Portland, right? It's exactly because we were and, in like, Portland. And, like, drinking and stuff? Well, we didn't even drink much. Well, the thing yeah. is... Um, the way the workshop weekend is structured is that there's only like an hour between workshops and there's three a day. Mm-hmm. So even though we took off like one evening to go out to dinner and I don't remember we took off one morning, but I only made it to the gym in the hotel one time. Oh, well, Just still. because time was so tight and I'm like, I, my you, brain was so exhausted. You know how many times that. I went? Uh, was that zero, man? Um, correct. That would have been zero. That's the number zero. Stack two zeros, you get an eight. <laughs> Is that how we do math now? Yes. It's all about stacking. Oh, my um, God. Yeah, but, so I went 17 days without nice. a break, and then I had a three-day break, and now I've been back to it for four days. You're recovered. Now you can get back on it. Yeah, and I've actually been doing, like, something in the morning and then something in the evening, like, kind of stacking hmm. mileage. So some days I'm doing four or five miles, which oh, is that's pretty very good. amazing when you look at this body, you wouldn't think, but. I'm sure Colleen is very proud of you. Colleen, I did it. Colleen's the runner. I shuffled. Yes. Yay. Shuffle your way to success. I will. Shuffle gonna, your way to fitness. I'm going to put that on a t-shirt for you. Oh, that would be nice. I'll wear that. <laughs> That's I will great. wear that shirt. My brother Leon always says... If you're doing anything close to a shuffle or more, that's running. Yeah. Don't worry about it. That's running, because you know what? Shuffling is hard. It is. It is hard work. Move those feet enough to make a sound. Yes, you do. Shuffle, shuffle, shuffle. I know I was using the stationary bike the other day, and it's a little little janky, so Mm -hmm. it creaks when you use it. (laughs) Um, Because it's recumbent, so you're sitting in a seat, so you're kind of pushing back into the seat. And my husband came in and said, who's squeaking in here? I'm like, oh, it's just me, the giant rat. <laughs> so uh, I love squeaking. My family is very supportive of my endeavor to get fit. And all of them periodically come in, mm-hmm. stand next to the treadmill, uh, and pretend to run in place. So it's like they're running with me. So and it's, strange. It's so strange, and yet I really am enjoying it. Okay. I love my strange family. As long as you are into it. That's all that matters. And then my youngest son likes to pretend like he's beating me, like he's way faster than me. And I'm like, you son of a bitch. But I, I can't say that. Because no, he's a minor. And I, then and you, the you would be the bitch. <laughs> yeah, what are you going to do? Oh, man. Anyway. Not have all those puppies, I guess. I'll just say, you son of a... You son of a good, loving mother. So my doggo Luna needs surgery on her ACL. Oh, that's so baby. sad. See, what had happened was mm-hmm. Brian opened the door for Luna's morning routine to go outside. We put a little leash on her so she has distance. Pseudo independence. Yeah. Sure. So she won't run away, but she has enough to like roam around and sniff all the nonsense she wants. Great. Yeah. 
So he was pulling the leash into the house, mm. closer to Reeling her. Reeling her in like a marlin. Reeling in it. She wasn't attached yet. She was just standing next to him. So he was trying to get the leash closer to him so he could get to the end. We assume that she thinks it was a snake or something, and she lunged toward it. So she jumped off of the main floor and skipped about four or five steps. And that's quite a height. Yes. I mean... And somehow she managed to twist or, you know, hurt her ACL on her back leg. Poor baby. Not her front. So strange. So she landed on her front fine, but something yes. went fucky when she yeah. landed on her back. Okay. And my vet, like, low-key told me that, you know... No, it wasn't even low-key. She was like, Luna's fat. That's, yeah. That probably didn't help. No, that makes injury so much worse. Yes, and I'm like, oh, no, I'm fat. What if I twist something? It's going to be worse. Oh, God. So I feel... What if I think it's a snake? <laughs> I feel so sad, like, giving her just a little handful of food. Like, here, here's your few kibble pieces for dinner. Well, because we associate food with happiness. And, and, and we love. Don't want That's because we have issues with yes, food, correct? we have food issues. I don't know if it's the first time y'all are hearing this, is, but we have food issues. Is that why all my pets are fat? Yeah. Oh, shit. That's why you fed up canary to death. <laughs> it was just a ball by the end. <laughs> and it was like, I'd rather be in the mines. Y'all ever seen fat me? <laughs> no, no, you have not. Oh, no. Because my dogs are elderly. Yeah. I kind of feel like one of their only enjoyments is to have a little treat. Well, know? that's what my mom says yeah. about herself. Well, she's elderly. <laughs> she's like, all I have to enjoy is food. I can't argue that. And no, but the doctor's like, um, the reason why you have gout again is because you eat all this stuff you're not supposed to have. And she's like, that's the only enjoyment I have. Oh. Yeah, that's not good. She only enjoys gout. <laughs> That's yes, the only I thing think, that's fun for I her. I think so. Oh, that's so sad. So, Luna, I made her appointment to have the surgery next week. Okay. So, we'll see what the recovery looks like. I posted that on Facebook on my personal account, and a lot of my friends were like, oh, yeah, my dog had to have the same surgery, and the recovery was fine, or they recovered fine, and then they were even better than they were before. So, we'll it's see. It's just like people. Yeah. I mean, people hurt their ACLs all the time, get surgery, and then they're like, yeah, it's... Yeah, I'm Tiffany fine. Tiffany had it twice. She Aww. was a runner in school. That'll do it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I stay a shuffler. <laughs> that's why I shuffle everywhere only. No, I have been jogging a little bit though. Mm-hmm. I started off with just walking because I don't want to be stupid and be like, oh, hey, here I go. Oh my god, a snake. Like <laughs> yeah. I don't, don't want to progress sure. to that point. Yeah, I'm kinda I'm toying around with it. Yeah, okay. If I could like jog a mile without walking and i i know okay mm-hmm. you don't even have don't look at me and don't say anything to me listeners oh my god okay because i know that that's a stupidly short amount of distance no it's and not because I, I can't be do, able it. To do it already no you're american it's you get a pass it's oh, fine thank god. yeah i oh. mean if you can do that you're beating i'm just making up numbers you're probably better than 70 percent of americans i would say 100 <laughs> percent of americans <laughs> 99.9. There is Colleen. She's the best runner. Yeah, I'm not as good as Colleen. And her husband. Oh, yeah. my God. He does the, like, 100-mile marathon. No, that's wrong. Ultra? He does. Colleen, what does he do? A real marathon? No, it's more than a real marathon. He so does, a like, 100 miles. So real 26.2, Right. He does, like, 100 miles. That's an ultra. Oh, is it called an ultra? Yeah. Oh, I thought ultra you were just marathon. making shit up. It's called Ultra Super Spectacular Marathon. <laughs> NinjaWarriors.com. <laughs> Wipe out! <laughs>
<laughs> no, I don't. I don't know. I like but it. I think it's called an ultra if you do more than like he does that. Miles, but. Colleen, tell us what it is, and then send a picture of him running. I don't know. Or don't, a video. Yeah, that's better. Yeah. <laughs> or a picture. <laughs> I mean, he could be faking it. Just take him out to the driveway, have him stand like he's running, and take a picture. Yeah, we'll never know the difference. Nope, we will not. Last thing I want to talk about in the pre-ramble, my well. Your your wishing well. Yes. You've been throwing panties in. The wishing well, oh. kiss and tell. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know any of the words. No. It turned into a different song at the end. Oh, I like A galaxy it. defender. Oh, it turned into Smith. Men in Black. Sure. <laughs> but y'all know what I what I'm talking about. Yes. <laughs> Nobody knows. <laughs> Crickets. I'm great. Anyway, we had a well dug. Sure. I told on you guys purpose. that. Yes, on purpose. Wasn't an accident. They went 90 feet, found water, hallelujah. Right. They installed a pump. A pump. All of it's done. Now it's up to Brian and I to like hook up things and power and hoses and such to get water from over there. All manner of hollow yeah. Yes. So I'm very excited. I feel like a human again. Okay. Well, I will once the water is attainable, I guess. Yeah, I was going to tell you guys, you're a little weird about showers. <laughs> <laughs> Since I stayed with you both in the hotel room, yeah. I was like, God damn, no. every fucking time I <laughs> come in this room, somebody has a shower. When we first got in the room, I was like, oh, I'm going to take a shower. Yeah. And back. So I took the longest shower, and then Brian was like, oh, I'm next. Yeah, it was... I'm sure it was strange for you because oh, you yeah. didn't remember our like shower situation. Showers, you know you can't hoard showers, I right? I took probably two showers a day. Yeah. It was great. And we washed the dog. It was wonderful. Oh, yeah. It was somebody. You were in there. He was in there. The dog was in there. <laughs> you were in there. I did take a couple showers. <laughs> I didn't take as many as y'all. Oh, I'm spoiled. I've got like several showers in my house. I can go from shower to shower. It's you all could. good. One day I was in there gathering up my dirty clothes out of the bathroom because you know I like to just kind of like sure. yard sale it yeah. as I'm walking into the bathroom. Yeet them into the corner. Yeah, I just yeet them everywhere. <laughs> so I was, yeah, it just looks like I was dropping shit behind sure. me and I put up a yard sale sign and okay. people bought it. So I went in there and there was no one in there, mm -hmm. but there was a tub full of water. Huh? I don't know. I think it was, I don't know. It looked like someone was getting ready to take a bath and no one was. Oh, it was probably Brian. He he likes baths, but maybe he fills it up for the steam. Oh, that would make sense because I used to do that when Julian would get croupy. Oh. Because he used to have like baby-induced asthma. It's Aww. just from being a baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he Living is hard. Creepy, so, yeah. And I, and then I would take, oh, God, that's actually a really nice memory. I would, huh. It would be the middle of the night, and he'd be, like, it would be Ugh. awful. Jesus, that's and awful. I would have to take him in the bathroom and run the shower to loop a steamy, 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 and sit with him. And then I would take him outside onto the porch, all wrapped up in a blanket, and have him breathe the cold air. Because it's the, oh, the juxtaposition of the hot yeah. to the cold and the moist to the dry. Yeah. Um, and we would sit out And there. the in to the out. And the in to the out. And, and the heat to the sheet. And, and a not, 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 Pat and I think we just made a new hit single, Kareem. Uh, Abby the producer. Get on Roll it. it. Um, it's a go record. Uh, yeah, so we used to do that, and then one time we were doing it in Federal Way, and it was like 4 in the morning. It was just starting to get light out. It was really pretty, and I was sitting there with him, and he said, I hear birds. He was only Aww. three. I hear birds, and I said, yeah, I hear birds, too. And then I'm like, wait a minute. It's dark. It ain't the birds. It was bats. Oh. And they were all clicking and chirping. That's cool. Like catching. It was great. I loved it. Aww. Oh, my gosh. It was fun. That is fun. Oh, I miss my sweet baby. Well, he's in the house. Yeah, but he's not tiny. Well, anymore. he's like 10 Well, let's be fair. He was never tiny. Tiny, but he True. was smaller than he is right now. Correct. Yeah. 
We'll just have another baby. Take one of Heather's off her hands. God, I might for a little bit. <laughs> I used to when Max was little. Well, like, you bring that baby over, I'll hold him. He's getting bigger. You, you got to get in on that before he gets any bigger. No, I just need to find someone to produce a child for me, handmaid. Oh, my God. Oh, dear. I went dark. I did get dark. All right. Anything else you want to talk about in the pre-ramble? Um, my car's fucked up again. Oh, no. What <laughs> happened? Oh, 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 Time to, you, ugly cry. You want I should take you to the Tesla lot? I want you should take me to the nearest cliff and drive me right <laughs> off. No. Of how am I going to drive you off without killing myself? It's Thelma and Louise. Uh-uh. Bitch. I ain't going down with you, girl. Okay, that's Sorry. Funny. I love you. you drive but... me there, pull over, let me get out and jump off the cliff? And then sure. You can, like, call Push you somewhere. out? Yeah, yeah, I can do that. Great. Can I just tuck and roll? If can... those are your final wishes. That's great. Sure. I love it. Yeah. So what's I wrong? What's wrong with your car now? Uh, I got into it yesterday morning to take the kids to school. Uh-huh. And I turned it on, and all of a sudden, every light that can possibly flash <laughs> was flashing. Flashing? Flashing, Oh, yes. Lord, it was okay. saying, this needs service, that needs service, this needs service, that needs service, this needs service. I'm like, holy shit, it's not possible that I woke up this morning and my whole car went to fuck. Mm. So... It got an engine, don't it? Uh, I think. I don't know. At this point, it might just be a couple gerbils in a wheel. Um, so I had to uh, call the service place and say, I don't fucking know what I'm bringing. I mean, I literally was driving it because I had to drive my kids to school. Yeah. I'm driving it, and it won't tell me how fast I'm going. <gasps> like, Ooh, like the speedometer's broken? Like, electronic, nothing, no tachometer, no wait, 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 speedometer. Wait, wait. Your speedometer is only digital? No, I have oh. also a right analog, I guess. Yeah. I guess so. Yeah. But so, so you could tell your speed. No. It just that stopped? One didn't work either. The little needle just quit? Nothing worked except Girl. here's the stupid thing. The engine ran great. Totally fine. <laughs> the good news is it's a stick shift, so I can kind of gauge speed pretty well because mm. I know if I rev it up high enough that I have to shift, I know that's about 35 miles an hour. How many speeding tickets did you get? Seven. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't speed. I can gauge it fine, officer. I, I know when I'm doing 114 miles an hour. I know because uh, the parade of police officers behind me, and that's how I know. You don't tell me, officer. Don't tell me nothing. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, we're getting that looked at tomorrow, and I swear to Christ, I'm going to bury that car in the woods. Do it. I love my car. Sorry. Why can't it just work? Because it's an ice. I don't know what that means. Internal combustion engine. Oh, I thought it meant one of those people who hates immigrants. <laughs> <laughs> no! No, no, no. That's the bad ice. I was going to say, oh, my God, my car is a spy. Yeah. Your car's but a it's, Nazi. It's foreign itself. Mm. Fucking imports. I know, Think right? you're better than me? <laughs> Let's go get a Tesla. Oh, God. It's I'm all fucking right. mine. I don't know. I heard Mini is coming out with an electric model. Really? Yeah, in 2020 or 2021. I don't recall, but. There's, there aren't any, like, drawings or pictures or anything online yet? Yeah, it looks like a Mini. That's it? Yeah, it's a mini. It's just electric. Okay. It's sorry. It's not a cyber truck. Yeah, I, I, you're. I'm not gonna catch you humping it. But uh, it is a thing, and I may look into it. Do it. All right, then. Ice, sons of bitches. Y'all. Too cheap for therapy should never be considered a substitute for actual medication or therapy from a licensed professional. All opinions expressed during the show belong to the hosts only. We don't know what we're talking about. We just like to fuck around. And we hope you like to listen. So, episode 14. Holy shit balls! it's episode 14. Congratulations. Yay! 
You have arisen. I have arisen. Is that like arrived and arisen? Yes. <gasps> I love it. I want to arisen everywhere. I'm going to walk into work tomorrow and be like, I have arisen. You're welcome. Where's my coffee? I'm going to be like, ma'am, you're an independent contractor. This is not your office. Please leave. Oh, my God. And then I will go home. Yeah. And I will watch Henry's Tale and run on my treadmill. That works. Yeah. So, episode 14, we're going to be talking about stress management. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Are you stressed about this or something? No. I'm, Why would you say that? I'm, I'm, as usual, I am stress-free. Sure. <laughs> right. Oh, I'm really bad with stress about, like, I used to be really bad about cramming it down into a small hole, you know, within yeah. myself. Yeah, sure. Like the spleen. Ooh. Um, and then having it explode later. In, at inappropriate times. Well, I mean, when is the appropriate time to explode? Not at a children's birthday party. Not. Listen, I can't put up with your shit. Just give me cake. <laughs> I don't get invited to a lot of birthday parties anymore. Because of that reason? Uh-oh. No, it's because I said I have a ribbon every time I got there. And they were like, you're not coming next year. Uh, yeah. But, but I have a ribbon. Yeah, and they're like, get your ribbon ass out of here. Um, yeah, so I, I do a little better with stress nowadays. Um, first of all, I'm medicated. Thank you, Jesus. Yay. Because that is important for me. Thank you, doctors. Thank you, doctors. Thank you, Jesus, for giving the knowledge to the doctors. Great. To hit me with a big cartoonish <laughs> hammer when I'm get upset sure what else uh i know that eating right and getting enough sleep and exercising really really help with stress yeah i also have my little mma buddy that i can beat the shit out of and that's very helpful for stress um that's not a real person by the way no his name is bob and i know but some listeners this might be their first episode and they're like she has an mma friend she beats the shit out of i have a gimp Oh, no. No, I do not. But I'm not. Are you allowed to say gimp anymore? Oh, I don't know. Is that bad? I think so. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. Like your gimpy leg? Oh, oh no. God no, damn. I, I was talking about one of the little guys dressed in leather. That's a gimp? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure I know. Let's just take all that out. Anyway, <laughs> I hope that, yeah, gimp suit, you know, like uh, leather suit. What? Yeah, the gimps. What's a bondage? <laughs> I guess. So you think all this bondage lingo would be more mainstream than the than the derogatory term? Yes. <laughs> that is how I think. All right. I'm keeping all this oh, in. Oh, no. Y'all, if you're offended, I'm really sorry. All tell right. me why, and then I won't do it anymore. No. Actually, you don't even tell me why. Just say that you are, and no. then... Okay, now I'm imagining this bondage man all dressed in leather, and he says, I have a ribbon. I'm oh. a gimp. Yeah. And then you beat him up. Yeah, no, that's what we do. That's <laughs> okay. exactly what it Great. is. Great. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, so, um, uh, right, American Horror Story, mm-hmm. you know, season one. Sure. Gimp, oh, gimp I am, oh, okay. Nothing, nothing. Maybe. Anyway, oh, and, oh, dear. What? Okay, so... Uh, dictionary.com slang for a physically disabled person, Aww. especially when he was lame. That is not how I mean it. I mean she means slang the secondary for a sexual <laughs> fetishist who likes to be dominated and who dresses in a leather or rubber bodysuit with mask, zips, and chains. Thank God for the internet. Sure. All right. To prove that you're right. To <laughs> Listen, I can talk about gimps all day. Listing it's a the secondary. Thing. Sure. It's not a, yeah. So you beat them up. to make it about hating people? I love it's not. <laughs> I want to be PC, and I want to make sure I don't offend anybody, but I can't control what you say. <laughs> you like, look at that gimp. 
I beat him up. Like, and that's not the same thing I see as in my mind as what you see in your mind. I'm that's like, oh my God, Corinne, is that how you get your stress out? Jesus. That's why I use dictionary.com to paint a word picture for the folks at home. Well, now I see a different picture and it's great. Okay, thank you. Thank you for that. Sure. In my mind, that's what it do. Sure. Yeah. So, anyhow. So you're beating up this guy. <laughs> there's there's a man I beat up. He is a uh, rubber sort of a dummy. A fake man, if you will. <laughs> a false human. He's a dummy. But I will tell you, the first couple days you bring something like that into your house, it will scare the shit out of you. Oh, I'm sure. Every time you walk past, you're like, who the fuck was that? Oh, in the dark? God, yeah. We had it set up by the Christmas tree because it was oh, a gift no. for the kids. And I had put a Santa hat on it. Oh, Jesus. And I made a little bikini. It has nipples. Oh, okay. And I thought it might be awkward. So I made it a little <laughs> bikini on a Christmas wrap and ribbon. That's so nice of you to well, think it was, about it. It was festive. Yeah. And, you know, Michael's like, make pasties. And I'm like, Michael. Here's, we want this to be tasteful, Michael. Listen, Christmas and tasteful don't go together in my house. Oh, Christmas God. is garish. What? what? And over the top, Mike likes to make heart-shaped gingerbread cookies, but he makes them into boobs. Like oh, he, he turns a, it upside yeah, down. Yeah, and he adds and... a necklace and some nipples. Oh, Lord. I'm like, Michael, I love it, but I don't know if our guests are going to enjoy it. It's true I, how they do. I like to keep Christmas PC sometimes and, like, PG-13. Well, I like to have fun. I, everybody's different. You know? True. I mean, everybody is. Back to your gimp story. Anyway. So you beat up the so gimp I beat man. Up this gimp. Sure. To get out my stress. Okay. Um, what else do I do to relieve stress? Well, I have notes. Oh, well, then you, you <laughs> lean. I'll follow her. How about we not <laughs> sit in this awkward silence? I don't know. I was kind of enjoying it. Oh, we good. All right. What are you wearing? <laughs> I'm all about it. Oh, God. No, I don't like that kind of stuff because you know what? I mean, it's, oh, I, I'm a never nude, but I got to be comfortable. I ever give up on life pants. Leather might be comfortable. Like, mm. What about that latex body paint? This is a different episode, <laughs> so, y'all. Oh, okay. We'll do All fetishes. right. Let me just look at my notes. Do, we do fetishes? All right. Yes, we played that game. Well, we might have to play some other games. <laughs> it's called Let Me Kick Your Ass in a Leather oh my Suit. God. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Stress management. <laughs> so I'm going to counseling now, which is very helpful to see oh, a real what? professional. Wow. Yes. What are you trying to say? This is not doing it for you? <laughs> you ain't a professional doctor, Corrine. <laughs> In the counseling sessions, I talk about my anxiety often. Sure. And before the last sessions, she said, how does your stress or anxiety help you? And I'm like, what you talking about, bitch? It's this garbage. It's all garbage. It don't help me. Uh, I didn't say it like that. I was like, huh? what do you mean? Oh, I'm sorry, ma'am. I'm not sure I understand yeah. because it sounded like bullshit. Yeah. And she was like, I'm not saying that you're faking anxiety or anything. You're medicated. But when your anxiety isn't just at the dull, normal level, if it's ramped up, how is that, quote unquote, helping you in that situation? So that really forced me to think about it. Like, if I'm that high strung about whatever the situation is, is the anxiety feeling helping me to escape the situation, helping me to put the task on someone else? Like, I, I can't handle it. I can't do it. You do it. Or is it so I can leave? <laughs> what is it doing? So I really have to think about it. And you guys should think about it, too. When you're so stressed out. Ultimately, all of us make our own schedule. I know with independent contractors, we literally make our own schedule. But most people, you know, you have kids, you sign them up for all the sports, 
you go to work, you volunteer to stay at work later than your normal schedule. You know, you are putting all of this on your plate. You don't have to necessarily do all of this, but you feel obligated. I get it. So that makes you stressed out. And especially the moms, because moms have to be the managers for everyone and make everything happen. Yeah. It's like during the holidays, like moms make Christmas happen. And I'm not trying to say anything against dads or against anybody else. Dads don't do none. But I'm just saying. Just kidding. Dads don't do nothing. Um, No, it's just, I mean, primarily there is one person and they take on, you know, that role of like, I'm going to make everything happen behind the scenes. But why? I don't know. I'm anxious now. See? Yeah. That really forced me to be like, okay, this and this and this is the reason, but why? Oh, shit. I don't know. I have no answer. Right. Usually I'm stressed when I have too much on my plate. I think that's across the board for everyone. Like, oh, I got to do this and I got to go to work and I've got to make sure I get enough sleep. And I, oh, I have to pack my lunch for tomorrow and I have to do X, Y, Z. Oh, I have to make an appointment for my dog. Oh, I have to make a dental appointment for myself. I don't have to do any of that shit. Or just schedule it a month later. Right. Yeah, we don't normally do that, though. We take the soonest appointment, or we take on more than we should. I could see that. I think I think what you're saying about stress being a useful thing in life can definitely... I mean, there is good stress, right? Yeah. Like, there are things that keep coming back and saying, I need attention, and that's that's good, because you do have to take care of things. Yeah. But when stress gets to the point where it's negatively impacting, like, if I get too stressed out, then I know I can't sleep. But right. And I have a really hard time. Um, a lot of times, honestly, I, I mean, Mike and I are beautifully codependent. Right? Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> okay. <laughs> typically, when I'm very stressed and can't sleep, then even if I don't want to talk about it, just having, like, some kind of just hold me and pat me and just be present. Like, yeah. I want to know you're here. Yeah. Comforting. And, yeah. And that's very helpful for me. I do that with the dogs too. Sometimes I will um, cuddle up with the dogs. Oh because, yeah. You know, they could give a shit what's going on in my life. They're just happy to be cuddled. That makes sense. Human contact. Yeah. It's a necessity apparently. So for some, <laughs> for some, well, for humans, it's supposed to be. Yeah. That's some, true. some people like I have a few friends who don't like to hug and I get it. But on that lizard brain level, you want some sort of human contact like a handshake or holding hands or hugging and then whatever right and they may not be huggers but i'm sure there are people in their lives that they yes are they want to hug to, yes. they want to be you know physically in contact with yeah. sometime shit i didn't do anything when i was stressed out i would just be stressed out all the time and panic and like i don't know what to do i don't know I'm just i'm just gonna do whatever's next on my list and now i'm really trying to take into account all this stuff that's happening and that i've put on my plate and try to manage it I've started meditating, which is really hard, and I'm not good at it. Nobody's good at it. No. None of us are. I wanted to say it first, but really nobody's good at it. Yeah. I try. But it is helpful. I mean, it's good to kind of shut your brain off for a while. One of the issues I have is I think, oh, I should meditate, and then I'm like, ah... That sounds boring. I think because we're so used to, like, images, words, and sounds, like, just (laughs) constantly being bombarded. Well, you can decompress, and sometimes when I decompress, I look at my phone. Things that aren't too heavy. Like, I'm not going to Facebook, because that's politics city. I can't handle that right now. that's true. Trump warnings and whatnot. Uh. So I go to, like, Instagram, or see some friendly pictures, or... You know, watching HGTV show about houses and flipping them or whatever. Something that I can just mindlessly watch and decompress and not try to focus on my day too much. Yeah, that's a good idea. 
Have you written a book and always wanted to publish it? Don't know where to start or who to contact? No problem, friend. You should contact Square Penny Publishing. My friend Kenise Marshall published her book with Square Penny, and you should too. They'll help you publish, print, and digitize your book so it'll get into the hands of your readers. Search Square Penny Publishing on the internets and like them on Facebook today or tomorrow or whenever you get around to it. Hey guys, it's Kanice, author of the Willow Song series, featuring my debut novel, The Call from the Willow, now available on Amazon. And coming summer of 2020, the second installment of the Willow Song series, The Calling of Kings. And you're listening to Too Cheap for Therapy. Like the other day, I was getting really stressed because we're getting to the end of the semester. Mm-hmm. And so now's the time when all the teachers are saying, well, if there's anything else you're going to turn in, get it turned in. And God love the teachers. They work so hard. They are so overworked. They have so much on their plate. True. All these kids. But that does get stressful for me because I'm trying to manage my own children and their experiences at school and make sure that they have everything done that they need to do. Why? Isn't that kind of their responsibility now that they're getting older? Yes, it is. So why but are you stressed out? Here's the thing. There's this weird balance between I have the responsibility. I have to be in charge of it. And not... You looked at me like you were going to punch me when I said, wow. That's how I my stress, ma'am. <laughs> you were, Don't ask questions. <laughs> you did the slow head turn and was like, excuse me? Well, I had to have a moment there for myself because I had to realize you do not have children. So no, I don't. So might not occur to you, but... And I'm usually just like, fuck it. You take care of yourself. I don't care if you're three months old. Right. But here's the thing. If you have a kid who's getting up in age and who's starting to have things go on their permanent educational record and affect them in ways of, like, they don't always necessarily realize how this can affect them in the future. And what I don't want is for someone to come to me and say, oh, I didn't really think about that being important for later because I don't have that kind of brain activity yet. Right, that's true. Because I'm not old enough to have, you know, that kind of maturity level yet, and now I'm boned and I need money for college. True. Or I need to live in your basement for 100 years. And I love my children, and I want them to live in my basement for 100 years. And Mm. I may well force it. Oh, God. But if they want to go and be productive, and maybe if I want to, you know, go to Aruba Mm -hmm. and not have to worry about the basement dwellers. The basement children. Listen, we don't even have a basement. This is all hypothetical. Oh, God, they'll be under the house. Oh, they'll be the people under the stairs. (laughs) Oh, my God. That was a movie from way back when. Oh, was it? I think it had a gimp in it. Really? Like a leather man? Not a leather man, but like it was the guy who like they sewed his mouth shut and he just lived on the Oh stairs. God, that's horrible. Well, yeah. Oh God. I'm just saying. What? Relations. I don't continue. Okay. Children or whatever. Anyway, the point is everybody wants their children to be successful and we all want to set them up to succeed. Yeah, so you I don't guess. want things that happen when they're young and don't have a great sense of consequences. Consequence necessarily. And I mean, we do teach them consequences, but it's it's mostly short-term stuff right. because you have to move right. up Not levels. you don't take this math class in eighth grade, you're going to be fucked when you're 25. Right. And right. it's more just about getting into the habit of making sure that you're taking care of your things. But you need guidance to do that mm-hmm. um i didn't get any but i was very self-motivated because oh. i knew i wasn't getting any so and you had anxiety <laughs> and i had horrible anxiety and <laughs> what thank, a great motivator thank the great googly moogly <laughs> that my children do not have horrible anxiety yeah 
But, you know, you do have to kind of push a little bit. So I'm just saying trying to coordinate with teachers who have incredibly busy schedules, who, you know, you say, has he turned in his stuff? And they're like, oh, I couldn't tell you. I've got a pile yeah. along. And I understand that. But it's stressful. It I just bet they're is. stressed out, too. The teachers? Yeah, because oh, God, students sure. are waiting until the last day. <laughs> like they do. This is middle school. Oh, so. and I saw on Chad's Facebook. Hey, Chad. Hey, Chad. Chad posted on. Chad, 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 Chad. Chad. That's the Chad song. That's the Chad show. <laughs> so Chad posted on his Facebook that he had a student contact him the last day of the semester in 12.01 a.m. or whatever. And like, hey, I, I think I'm not passing your class. What can I do to make it up? What? <laughs> right. So that's a lesson in next that, time you yeah. need to think ahead. That's what you're trying to avoid. Exactly. So we're trying to get things sort of squared away. But it is but a stressful when do you time. stop? When do you stop taking on the burden of being stressed for your children? How when, old do they have to be? It's when you die. Yeah. That's, okay. That's when. Great. That's when. I don't do anything for them. I'm not the kind of mom who's going to, like, do their projects for them mm -hmm. or anything like that. Because I don't see value for them or for me. It's just everything that happens is one more ball in the air, mm -hmm. you know? I already have a lot of my own balls in the air. Yeah. So, yeah, it definitely adds to my stress load when stuff like that is happening. Well, then, fuck it. Sometimes I just kind of have a, a good rant and kind of let my volume go up a little At bit. At the children? No, just oh. kind of in general. Oh, to me. To, to you or to Mike. <laughs> to or the like, listeners. God damn it! I just have to have a moment where I'm just like, I... What? I can't. Ma. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Just, just sometimes no words even. Oh. Just sounds. Just sounds. Okay. Yeah. I'm just saying, whatever it takes for you to get your stress out, if you need to go out in your backyard and yell, do that. If mm -hmm. you need to go for a drive by yourself with some music and a chai tea. Lock your doors. Then lock your doors. Don't look at weirdos. Be safe. Be safe. And do that. Yeah. So. Or take a walk during the day in a public area with a friend that's right and some mace i like <laughs> your friend called mace yes my uh, friend macy i like to uh take walks when i'm stressed out it helps i mean really honestly getting like getting it out physically yeah breathing breathing the fresh air and whatnot yeah, it does help. that's always helpful yeah what about you listeners what do you do to decompress or de-stress or why are you stressed Ooh. what are you doing what should you not be doing? Or were you stressed before? Now you are not. And how have you solved all oh, your problems? Yeah. You know what would really help the majority of Americans? If America would switch from the 40-hour work week to something less stupid. Because there's no reason for us to work 40 hours a day in a cubicle. Because everything is automated. And there, there have already been many, many studies that have shown that nothing is more productive about right. more hours and more days. Actually, less productive. It is less productive. People, in the first four hours of the day, they will get their shit done. They could, if you only give them four hours to work, they'll get it done, whatever that day's duty is. But since it's eight hours, they drag it out. Right. And they're tired. Then they have to have the 2 p.m. coffee, and the, the lunch makes them sleepy. And, you know, it's just really shitty. It is shitty. Because we could be doing a lot more and have less stress and be more productive. Right. 
Yeah, definitely. And I mean, I think a lot of people's office jobs turns into, well, that's all I can do for today. Now I'm just going to look busy because there's yeah. this timeline you can't, you know, well, you can't leave till five. Right. And it's like, well, I'll just I... check Facebook and Instagram then. Right. Right. That, I think, is also a good uh, reasoning to look into working from home. Mm. Also. Although that can be difficult. Yeah, some people so can't. Yeah. Some people, yeah, can't because of the distractions, and then sometimes they can't because of the job that they're in. Right. Like, it doesn't cross over to a job You can't be a work-at-home firefighter. Right. I mean, unless you're also a work-at-home arsonist. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Then you've got all your problems solved. Oh, God. Write the show. Tell us about your life. (laughs) All right. All right. So I feel like we solved stress management. God, me too. You're welcome. (laughs) Woo! Helpful hints and tricks. And as long as you're not an alcoholic... Maybe have a drink now and then have a glass of wine. Oh, yeah. Maybe come over and have a glass of wine with me, Heather. Yeah. Never come over no more. Aww. Well, she does have six kids. She's busy. She knows she can bring her three favorite kids over <laughs> at any time. <laughs> Just the three. <laughs> well, I mean, pick your top three for Christ's sakes. We only have one house. That's right. Shit. I wonder if her list rotates, like... Oh, I know it does. Tomorrow, you three are my favorite. I have two in my list, Rosie. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh, dear. No, they're always welcome here. Yes. Of course they Except are. on Tuesdays. Except on Tuesdays. Taco Tuesday, you can't go. Get out of here. Don't look at my tacos. <laughs> Hey guys, it's Kanice, author of the Willow Song series, featuring my debut novel, The Call from the Willow, now available on Amazon. In coming summer of 2020, the second installment of the Willow Song series, The Calling of Kings. And you're listening to Too Cheap for Therapy. Hey y'all, this is Kareen and Marianne. And we want to take a moment to tell you how much we appreciate your contribution on Patreon. It's with your support that we can give you our classic banter, our dick talk, our pseudo advice, and other hilarious anecdotes. So if you'd like to help support our podcast and get exclusive content, go to patreon.com slash too cheap for therapy and give us a dollar or two. We had a prize drawing <gasps> yes. for January. You can't have a yes. drawing. If you listened to our previous episode, you know about it. That's true. You know all you need to know. That's right. If you didn't listen, go back and listen. Fuck off. No. No, go back and listen. No, yeah, you can fuck off and go back and listen. Fuck off and go back and listen. <laughs> and then fuck back here. And then <laughs> In the no. moment, yeah. Yeah. The drawing ended January 20th. It did. So we have a wiener. We do. And tell us what they win, Kareen. Wiener, wiener, chicken dinner. You're going to win a beautiful, custom, one-of-a-kind drawing. A drawing for a drawing, if you will. Oh. Made by our beautiful friend, Kat. She does these drawings on her Instagram, Control Art Delete. Mm-hmm. And she makes these beautiful drawings, mostly of pets, but also of anything you want. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can commission a drawing from her. We have commissioned a drawing from her. It's at her discretion. Mm-hmm. It's going to be something that she wants to draw. It's going to be beautiful. And it's going to belong to you, listener. And the wiener is... Drumming on the car. Knees! Woo! Knees! Knees! 
you guys probably know Kanice from our commercial. Yes. She is an author of a wonderful book. She's also been an audio guest. On yes. Kanice, you are the wiener of a beautiful drawing from Cat. Yay, Cat and Kanice together forever. Yay, 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 yay. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, so that's good news. You want to sing the Chad song again? Chad, 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 Chad. Chad show. Chad, you didn't win. I'm sorry. Chad, you still get to be Chad, so you win. <laughs> you win at life. You, and your beard is wonderful. I was just going to say his beard is wonderful. <laughs> I got a thing for beards. Hey. Mine, scraggly. His, nice and thick. Chad, we were talking about your beard earlier. He's got a hearty beard. It's great. He could eat some soup and wear a flannel. He's got a beard for days. A lumberjack beard. It's lumberjack great. Lumberjack Chad. Lumberchad. <laughs> oh, Lumberchad. Back to Kanice. Kanice, you're the winner. Kanice, how does it feel? Feels good. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, thanks for joining us, Kanice. Yeah, dude. <laughs> All right. Okay. That sounds good to me. Yeah, I like it. So if you keep listening and you keep reviewing and liking and subscribing and commenting and questioning and emailing and websiting and <laughs> and stenographying sure. and whatever you want to do, all right, you, yes you, could be the wiener of our next contest. I think perhaps we do something for Valentine's Day. Oh, Ooh, something lovely. Yeah, stay tuned for uh, an episode in February and we'll make an announcement. Yeah. So you gotta listen to win. You have to listen to win. That's right. You don't win if you don't listen. That's right. And if you do listen and you don't win a contest, you're still winning great content. Yes. For your mind. That's true. For your ears and your mind. For your head holes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Let us cram ourselves in your head holes. Oh, God. That sounds painful. It sounds like a podcast. Oh, my Marianne, God. Because that's what it is. It sounds like me cramming into one of those gimp suits. Oh, that's that fine. That sounds painful. Pour you in. <laughs> <laughs> sounds agonizing. Wow. Oh. oh. That was the sound of it flapping. <laughs> Uh, I know what to get you for Christmas. Oh, shit. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> One more year. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, then. that has been episode 14. That's the truth. We that's, hope you like it. That's what it is and who it do and what it am and whose we are. <laughs> Stop saying words. <laughs> we hope you like the podcast and this episode, and we just want to say we really appreciate you listening. Yeah, y'all are the best. We and love thanks to you the guys. Patreons for being Patreons. Yes, we love our listeners. If you want to be a Patreon, check it out. You can search at the Patreon.com website for us. Too cheap for therapy. It's true. We're there. We're in, in, there. We're in your computer. <laughs> we live there. You're we're scratching to get we're out. We're scratching to get out. <laughs> okay. We're hungry. I like it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Should we do a sign-off? Oh, goodness, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I never know if you love it or hate it. Oh, perhaps. I like to give you on the edge of your seat. It confuses me. Oh, it's exciting. Now I'm stressed out. <laughs> Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Manager stress well. Best one so far. Chad. I love it. Okay, have a day. Cha cha. Have a day. Have a day, Chad. Yeah.